Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Hire My VA Team and Business Building Podcast, where we help you to reclaim your freedom through hiring and thriving with virtual assistants without breaking the bank, without breaking your bank. <laughs> I'm Dave Braun. I'm here with my partner, great friend, Larry Broughton. Larry, how are you doing? <sighs> the crowd goes wild. Hello, David. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm like, good. I can't hear you. The crowd is just so noisy. <laughs> what did you say? Yeah. <laughs> I am doing well, Dave. How are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing good fantastic. To see you. That's good to see you. All right. Are you ready to get into another question slash topic? Let's do it. All right. So Let's here's a question. Um, okay. How often should I do a performance review for my team members and okay. potentially give them raises? I like that. Potentially give them raises. Yeah, that's good. Well, do you want me to start on this? Yeah, sure. Okay. Here's the, the deal. I think we should be giving impromptu ad hoc performance reviews all the time. Mm. The mantra ought to be in any organization is catch your team doing something right. Yeah. Catch them doing things right. Sadly, most managers are way too quick to catch people doing things wrong and then they beat the crap out of people. Right. That doesn't by the my statement of catch people doing things right doesn't mean that you let things slide when you see people do things wrong. That's an opportunity to do what I call spotlight coaching. Right. You step in in a positive manner, just like a coach, good coaches do <laughs> and correct them, not in front of anybody. Right. You don't critique people. You don't criticize people publicly. You certainly don't do it in front of a, a guest unless you're going to you're really savvy enough to not to turn things around a guest client, whatever you call them in your, your organization. So let me start with that. You should always be doing uh, performance appraisals, right? But let me back up. I know what we're talking about here. You know, mm -hmm. most organizations, well, let me, most organizations don't do any kind of performance appraisals. They, oh my gosh. Don't. Yeah. You know, and right. why do you think that is? Because most managers just hate them. Yeah. 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 So most don't. Um, so let me tell you what we try to do in our organization. Okay. Let's say you hire somebody that generally what people do is they put new hires on a 90 day probationary period is what they call it. We try to call it an introductory period. Oh, I like right? that. Because right out of the gate, when you say probationary period, when who goes on probation? Yeah. People who don't Criminals. do very well. They're about ready to get fired. <laughs> yeah. Right. If you're an, if you're at it, if you work in an at will state, you don't need to give someone lots of reason to, to let them go, but they could be judging you as well. So we call it an introductory period. We get to know you, you get to know us. Mm. Okay. During that first generally 90 days, Dave, you've hired plenty of people in your career. I've hired plenty of people. We, you generally know within the first couple of days, whether the person's going to work out yes. or not, if you are really monitoring them right? And you've trained them properly. You know pretty quickly how they're going to do it. So what we try to do in our organization is a 30-day review. And it's very short. It might be 15 minutes, right? Do you like us? Do we like you? Here's an area you need to focus on a little bit more. Here's an area you're doing really well at. Just so you start the process. Yeah. Then clearly before the end of the introductory period, you need to sit down and do more of a formal review. This is like you've made it or you haven't. Yeah. But I don't think you should ever let someone get to day number 89 and then let them go. 
that's just lazy, right? What ends up happening is, and most people know this, and so it gets to day 89, they've not prepared the performance review. And so the next thing you know, they're there five years later and they never should have made it past the introductory period, mm. right? I mean, you see it all the time, right? So I think you got to do a 30 day review. I think you got to do a 90 day review, six months, once they've been there six months and then annually thereafter or as needed or as needed. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're, if you're sensing there's some issues coming up, then it, sure. yeah, the spotlight coaching. Yeah. yeah. Let's say that you've given a review six months ago or eight months ago, or it's 10 months since the last one, and they've had great reviews, but all of a sudden performance starts to go down. It's time to sit down with them, just inform and say, hey, like, what's going on? Is there yeah. anything that we need to be aware of? Are there is, because who knows, there might be health issues, there might be family issues, mm -hmm. right? There might be maybe a change in the culture and the environment. Maybe there's a new team member or an old team member and things aren't going so well. You don't know unless you ask Yeah, is, is one of the things. So I would say that is probably a pretty good approach. 30 days, end of the introductory period, six months after that, annual review, then annual thereafter. Um, there are some organizations, I'm going to leave this up to you folks. Um, I'm not a big believer in, um, guaranteed wage increases. Mm -hmm. Their performance increases, right? Yeah. If they're performing well, if they're exceeding expectations, they ought to be able to get a raise if the organization can, can afford it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what I would encourage people to do. I do know plenty of organizations who do a performance review and an annual wage review. That's one way to do it uh, as well. Um, I can tell you, like I've been, I'm not, I guess lazy might be the right word, but in the last year, I've not done a lot of performance re reviews, you know, but um, have done a lot of spotlight coaching. Everyone on the team knows where they stand. Right. Yeah, Everyone. Yeah. So um, pro probably even more feedback nowadays than I ever did uh, mm -hmm. before because we're working remotely. This is being recorded in March of 2021. Right. We've been in the pandemic for a year now. Most of us are working remotely. Um, and so we're being a little bit more intentional about this. Right. So that's kind of my take on it. I'd love to hear your take, Dave. And how did it, how were you guys doing it in uh, when you were working at uh, your big corporate gig? Yeah, um, generally, I don't think there was a lot done. Um, there was no formal process for like the 30 mm -hmm. day, 60 day or one month, three months, six months. There really wasn't anything yeah. formal there. There was um, what they what they did was they just and this is what what may make sense for most people is mm -hmm. just put it on your calendar. You're going to do the annual review at you know, July 1st or that week, you know, just put it on your calendar. If somebody's there three months, well, then they get their review, an annual review then because yeah. you don't want to have to keep track of, oh, it's this week is a year after this person's perform um, started, right? So then you're, yeah. it's, it's nice to just say at a minimum, you know, I'm going to dedicate, you know, a couple of days during this time of year to do it, right? Mm -hmm. so create the system that works for you. The important thing, Larry, I think we're getting at is, 
is regular feedback. If it's, yes, that's um, good if point. it's not like filling out a form, well, as long as you're giving regular feedback, like what you're doing with the spotlight coaching, then that's what's most important because you want your organization productive and you want yes. folks to be able to feel like they've been heard. Right. But, um, uh, you know, for, for, I think for most managers and stuff, most people it doing uh, performance reviews is for some people it's, it's, um, it's enjoyable. Those are probably very, very few people, others, uh, managers, it's like pulling teeth and they'd rather go to the dentist than do a performance review and take the time. Yeah, I don't understand so that. Busy, right. They don't realize that how important it is. It's, you know, Oh, if, when, if you as a manager or, um, you know, the boss, but if you're as a manager, you're taking the time to, um, you know, think about your team member and how they're doing and talk to them about their growth and all that kind of stuff that shows that they're valuable to you, right? right. You're, you're ascribing worth to them just because of your, your time. And, and when you, when you don't take the time for that, what kind of message is that sending them? I remember Larry, um, <laughs> I'll never forget getting a performance review from my boss, a guy I really, really respected. He's, he's doing some great things in the industry, but he's yeah. just not like a verbal, he's not a, a, like a written guy. My performance said something like, Dave did a very good job. He's an asset to the company. That's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this is why I think it's important to have uh performance review templates, you know, you and I are big on mm -hmm. templates, right? Where yeah. ask probing questions um, yeah. about specific areas of responsibility for each of the players that are on, on the team, right? Um, one of the things I'm a fan of when it comes down to a formal performance appraisal, that, that, let's say it's an annual one, is that a couple of weeks prior to the performance appraisal, the team member that you're giving the performance appraisal on gets the same review that I'm doing on them. So they do it on themselves mm -hmm. and I do one on them. Yeah. Right. That's and excellent. so if there's a rating system, let's say it's one to five, if they're giving themselves all fives and I'm giving them all twos, there's a problem in expectations. Right. But if I'm given a four and they're given a five and I give a three and they give a four, you know, we're in range. But if there's a dramatic view between, I think I'm a rock star and I'm giving myself fives on everything. Yeah. yeah, you're not getting you're not what that what it tells you is you're not giving the team member enough feedback. Yeah, that's right. Right. Or your view may be um, incorrect for whatever reason. And, you know, and that's one of the things is, hmm. too, is that you want to see if you can when they, you do these performance reviews, you got to have a way to go back. So let's Larry, let's let's play this out. So say you're yes. you're doing a formal performance review once a year. Right. OK. All right are you really going to, this is for me. It's like, I can't remember what the heck did I have them do 11 months ago? There's, I yeah. can't remember that. Yeah. So right. it's important to have some kind of methodology within your company where you can look back, you know, maybe it's your quarterly goals that you set, right? You can see how yeah. they did, or it could be, you know, a bunch of tasks that they checked off or something where you can kind of quickly scroll through and see, all right, here's what was going on. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot. They yep. did this um, amazing thing nine months ago, right? Yeah. Uh, hopefully so you've our, given that good feedback nine months ago, but anyway. Yeah, yeah I'm at a point in my organization where I don't have lots of interaction with our 
I'm going to use this term. I'm not a fan of this term, but you'll understand line level team members. Yeah. So I don't have a lot of direct contact with our guest service talks. I don't have a lot of direct contact with the um, our room attendants. Now I see them when I'm at the hotels. I say hi to them. I'll walk yeah. through with them, but I don't know their specific performance. Mm-hmm. I deal more with supervisors, managers, directors, VP levels. All of those people that I just listed, yeah. managers and supervisors, they do weekly reports. Every okay. Thursday, they say, here's what, here's what I got accomplished. Yeah. Here's what we talked about last week. Here's what you know I'm going to be doing in the following week. And so I look at those. And so we keep those. And so that's how I go back and look there at those. Say, okay, you said that you're going to get this done. And here's how you performed right. on it. Right? So that's the way we do it in our organization. There's a weekly report that gets done. And it's, by the way, they do it on a Friday. We talk about it on, I mean, they, they submit it on Thursday. We talk about it on Friday. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. Just come up with a system that works for you to track this stuff. Right. Uh, what I used to do in my old organization is we used to have, you know, actual physical personnel jackets. Yeah. Right. And so for every person on my team, um, in my desk was a folder, their personnel jacket. Right. And I would just write notes and, and I would just drop it in there. It was just something I wanted to keep in mind for their, for their next review. I didn't write out a big formal thing about it unless it needed to be. But it was just a quick note to jog my memory about yeah. a, a great victory or a terrible failure or just something I wanted to bring up later on. Yeah. So that's, that's another way to do it. That's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, one of the things about our program is we've got a performance review template. And yeah, we sure do. And it's not necessarily meant for you to follow it to the letter of the law. You can if you yeah. want, but it's a great starting point. That's um, right. That's right. And, and adopt it and, and adjust it as your own. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the, the last thing, if we go to the raises part, the only thing that I would say oh, right. is right. Um, <clears throat> in the corporate world, I remember a company and I think typically companies do this, they'll allocate, they'll budget a certain amount of money as a pool of money and say, Hey, this is the amount of money available for salary increases. A lot of companies mm-hmm. do that. And then it's up to the managers to say, well, um, and based on salaries and all that, you get a, increase, but you know, you over here only get a 1% or zero, but that's based on, you know, the performance. Yeah. So that is a way to do that. But if you're going to do normally, if you want to do raises like that for your folks, try to, you know, budget in and plan for it. Definitely. Definitely. And I'm going to assume that you do have the money to to do it. There are other organizations that do uh, cost of living increases on top of performance reviews. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that. That's just me personally. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, uh, I think there's ways to do, um, make sure that your compensation is fair. Some industries have, they do wage surveys or uh, yeah, wage surveys that you can look at and say, well, gosh, if this person is in this position in this geographic region, this mm-hmm. is about what they ought to be, pay- be, be paid. It's really good to look at that from time to time as well. Oh yeah. But yeah. Um, I would encourage folks to look at that people aren't um, people aren't just looking for raises. There are ways to improve people's compensation by other benefits. Maybe it's more time off. Yeah. Right. More of it. More vacation time. Maybe it's um, picking up more of their insurance if you if, you know if you do pay insurance. So. That's their flexible right schedule or yeah, flexible whatever, schedule, yeah. work at home. Right. 
auto yeah. auto expense. Yeah, There's a lot of ways a, to skin a cat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good thoughts, sir. Anything yeah. else that we want to yeah. um, bring up? Nope, I think that's that. That's good. All right. Awesome. So thank you, good. folks. Um, we're going to bring this one to a wrap. Yeah. And so thanks, for, as they say in the restaurant business, right? We're going to bring it to a wrap. Do they say that? I don't know if they say I've that. never heard it before, Dave. <laughs> There's wraps <laughs> to eat, right? <laughs> well, anyway, forget that. Yeah. Um, anyway, thanks for joining us today. We're yeah, trying thanks. to have some fun here. Yeah, um, thank you. Um, but anyway, remember building a team is the way to reclaim your freedom and we're here to help you do that. All right. So folks, uh, three things we'd love for you to do and we'd really, really appreciate it. Number one, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already yes. done so. Number two, give us a rating. Um, five star, please, please, please. Yes, please. <laughs> and number three, go to hiremyva.com for more information on our course community and the programs and everything that we are continuing to roll out. So remember though, even without experience, you'll learn how to prepare for, hire, and thrive with virtual assistance. And Larry and I love to be helping folks in our community. We're making a difference in their lives, and we'd love to help make a difference in your life too. So just go to hiremyvega.com for more information. That's right. Hey, do yourself a favor. Do the world a favor. Go do something significant today. All right. God bless you. God hold you. God keep you. All right, my friends. Go get them. We'll see you All later. Right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.